Hello. I just used about five words out of the 20,000 words per day it is estimated a woman speaks per day. And according to some popular books, that is half of what a man speaks per day. Hello, I hope you're doing well and having a great week. If we haven't met yet or are tuning in for the first time, my name is Anna Zugeri. And my mission for this podcast is to share a basic story to give you a little extra inspiration, a little extra encouragement, or an extra laugh. Here's a little disclaimer. There are a number of theories about the number of words men and women use during the day. The numbers I shared before are not based on science. I am just using this information for entertainment purposes only. There are so many ways to use our words. It's such a basic thing for many of us that many times we use them without any regard. I am bilingual. My first language is Spanish, and maybe that's why I get excited when I learn a new word in English. I never really cared before about words, the origin or the meaning or the importance of expanding your vocabulary to understand the context of a sentence or a paragraph. I know I now pay more attention to words. Words are so important. The tone, the context, and punctuation can totally change what you're trying to say, right? Here's a little example. Let's eat, Grandma. Versus, let's eat grandma. Yeah, I'd rather invite grandma for dinner than having grandma for dinner. <laughs> What about those texts? Those can be a little dangerous if we give them the wrong intonation. I like that the what um, Luke, the character of an episode of Emily in Paris, says. Texts are so direct and tone deaf. Letters are more personal. It is not easy to speak our feelings, but it's easier to write them on paper and be understood. Basically, words are so powerful. Keep in mind that basic information as I tell you this extra story. <laughs> Happy New Year! Growing up, we used to celebrate the New Year with a big family dinner and a toast. We would go around the table and share something about our hopes for the new year. But when I look back, it seems that every year we said the same words. <laughs> we had the same expectations, the same goals. And we also had a few superstitious rituals, like uh, we must wear red underwear to find love in the upcoming year running around the block with a suitcase if you wanted to travel, and eating 12 grades before midnight for 12 months of good luck. When we moved to the United States, I also learned about the kiss at midnight, the fireworks and the tradition to watch the big show in New York on New Year's Eve. Then I had children. We didn't do this all the time, but a few years, I had this piece of paper where I asked the girls about their favorite things from the ending year and a few things they were looking forward for the following year. It's fun to look at those now and see how much they have changed their perspective and the taste in music and TV shows. I also love um, those words in writing. I personally began a practice of journaling a few years ago. I like to write down my goals and plans for the upcoming year. 
I made up a little strategy, something I like to call the PPP strategy. The first P stands for pray. The second one is for plan. And the third one is to prepare. To give you an idea of how this works, I picture a funnel. I like to write, speak, and think about things to pray, like wisdom, health, growth, and peace in my life. And from there, the funnel starts narrowing down until I get to a list of tasks to create all those goals. In my list of goals, I begin with the simple things like books to read, things to cook, you know, the usual workout goals, home improvements, work goals, and things I want to learn and improve. But last year, I learned something new to add to my personal New Year PPP strategy. My book club friends share with me that they pray for a word. Yep, they ask God to give them a word of the year. I thought it was very meaningful. It took me a while to get the concept and get my word. I was a little bit frustrated as my friends shared their words and how they got them. They sounded so sure about it. I was not buying into it. Like, I thought it was just me. And how to hear, I didn't know how to hear from the Lord. I prayed, I journal, I read my Bible, and I listen to a few sermons. And coincidentally, my word will come up in all of those. I have to confess, I was a bit skeptical about it. I wanted to be as sure as my friends about their word. I kept questioning myself about it and asking like, did I make that up? (laughs) But today, before the end of the year, I can confidently tell you that God gave me that word. My word was confidence. I first practiced it in March when I recorded my first podcast episode. I had spent about three months learning all the tech stuff, but it was a matter of confidence to press the record button. Then in April, I wanted to learn about doing live videos on Facebook and YouTube. So I took this 30-day challenge of going live, and it was inside a group so where nobody knew me. <laughs> that was a huge challenge, but it took a big dose of confidence for sure. From there, confidence also took a big part in my ministry. And as I look back into what 2021 has been, I can see all the big things and the little things where God gave me not just the word, but the action that comes with it. I'm still praying about my 2022 word. I definitely believe this practice requires a little extra prayer and an extra attention on our part. But in my experience, this has been a beautiful confirmation of his love. And for me to give it right back to him by loving Jesus with confidence, obeying him with confidence and use the same confidence to tell others about him. So what are you, some basic New Year traditions for you? Have you ever asked him for a word? Is that something that you would like to try this year? Speaking of words, would you like to use the right words to communicate with others? One of my plans for the upcoming year is to begin a study group of temperaments through the book, I Say This, You Heard That. This has been a life-changing 
practice and continuous learning in my life. By learning about temperaments, I am learning to use the right words to love and understand people in a better way. I will begin this group in February. If you want to learn more about it, stay tuned. Also, another plan I have for the upcoming year is to read the Bible in a year for the second time. Yep, since I became a Christian in 2006, I wanted to read the entire Bible. I tried several times and I was never able to do it. Today, December 31st of 2021, I am celebrating this achievement. Mm-hmm. I read the entire Bible in a year. It has been a wonderful journey. I discovered things about myself, about humanity, and more importantly, about God. I could not have done it alone. I'm so thankful for the sisters in Christ that share with me this basic method with a whole lot of extra. It is called the Bible Recap, and it's a podcast and a reading plan on the Bible app. Tara Lee Cable takes you through a year plan on how to read the Bible. She does a wonderful job on an eight-minute daily recap podcast, and it keeps you on track. I will share the link on the show notes. You are right on time to jump in and start the year plan tomorrow, January 1st. I am looking forward to all the little extra that God will add into my so basic story this year. And I pray that he does the same thing for you. I want to leave you with this verse from Proverbs uh, 3 verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord all with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Happy New Year!